we go to prayer, let's sing in the presence of Jehovah. We just got a few prayer requests here, one from the St. John family. They're recovering from COVID. Please remember Sister Lisa St. John as she is still very sick. They are very thankful that baby uh, Judah did not catch it, and we pray that God continues to protect the family. Amen. Uh, please pray for Sister uh, Brother Stephen and Sister Lillian Kerr. Um, they are very sick, and they have requested prayer from the saints. Amen. As we just bring those requests for the Lord, Brother Sterling, could I ask you to open up in a word of prayer? Let's just sing this chorus. In the into prayer think of someone you love you know that is hurting and it has to drop from here to here then sincerity and then I'm sure when you emphasize that prayer of someone you love or you know has need it's heartfelt and that makes a difference let's bow our heads father we just come now before you Lord we just ask father that you look upon us, Father, as your, your brothers and sisters, your bride, Lord Jesus Christ, may you speak shalom, Lord. Father, we live in a time of crises, Lord, but we know the wheels of God are still moving forward and that we're coming closer and closer to the body change. Father, may you just, Holy Spirit, just may you pull us up into yourself, Father, for we know that the only way that we can rise higher is for something higher than us to reach down and pull us into itself. Father, by your Holy Spirit, pull us into your presence, Lord Jesus. We heard the requests, Lord, that went forward. We know that the feelings can be touched by our infirmities. We just thank you, Father, that you're sensitive to our needs. And we just commit them to you. 
Father, we just ask now that the word of God go forward in power and strength of the Holy Spirit and may the supernatural go forward as well, Lord, bringing the word of God, make it effectual in our lives. We just ask, Lord, we love you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this time that we can come behind the veil, Lord, shut in with you, Lord Jesus. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray, anoint the man of God, speak the words of life, Holy Spirit, to give us inspiration and interpretation, Father. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. You may have your seats. Brother Joseph, you want to get ready? We just have a few announcement clarifications. Um, so... The weekend meetings, long weekend in May, those, those uh, dates are May 19th to the 22nd, so it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday, and uh, we're looking forward to Brother Tim Pruitt and Brother Ron Spencer and Brother David Mayer taking those services, amen. We just remember those services in prayer, and then camp uh, is August uh, 1st through 7th, but senior camp for those meetings are August 4th through the 7th, and Lord willing, that will be Brother Wayne Lawson. There will also be a work bee starting on uh, March 12th, starting at 9.30, 10 o'clock. Brother Jeff and Brother Michael, those are your contacts to get a hold of. They're looking for about 20 brothers or so, um, and they're going to be focusing mostly on the annex and I guess some other work. So if you could get a hold of them, uh, that would be much appreciated. Amen. And, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you are not flesh and bone. Your heart, you are not weak or slow. Everything brave and bold, you're fighting for us. You are not distant and cold, your heart's not angry and closed. Even in ways we don't know, you're fighting for us. won't hold back when it comes to your children you fiercely defend us till we stand delivered you're fighting for us always fighting for us you've never closed your eyes you've never been surprised Wars may rise, you're fighting for us. You 
speaking mountains quake in all your miraculous ways. So we simply stand here amazed for your fighting for us. You won't hold back when it comes to your children. You fiercely defend us till we stand delivered. You're fighting for us. Always fighting for us. You don't back Facing armies of thousands You speak one word and they scatter around us You're fighting for us Always fighting for us And how great the love The marvelous love of a one comes to your children you fiercely defend us till we stand delivered you're fighting for us always fighting for us you back bound facing armies of thousands you speak one word and they scatter around us you're fighting for us children you fiercely defend us till we stand delivered you're fighting for us always fighting for us you don't back down facing armies of thousands you speak one word and they scatter around us you're fighting for us, always fighting for us, you're always fighting for us. Amen. Thank you, Brother Joseph. I think we can sing, It's Already Done. Amen. Oh, it's already done. Oh, it's already done. Oh, the battle 
thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, before the foundation of the world, God, you had us in your mind, oh, Jesus. Oh, you had our family sealed. Oh, Jesus, one day you died on a cross. Oh, every stripe that you bore, every drop of blood that fell, oh, Jesus, was for our healing, for, for our salvation, oh, God. We thank you, oh, Jesus. We thank you, oh, God. Oh, falling in love with Jesus, falling in love. Oh, falling in love with Jesus. Just worship him tonight. Oh, falling in love.
Jesus, and we just want to thank you, Lord. We just praise your name, Lord, the name above all name. Not only we bow to that name, every creature have to bow to that name. Oh, how we thank you, Lord. When we think about your love, think about the grace that you give it to us. Lord, thinking about how you saved us, how you saved our children, Lord, how you saved our loved ones. See the healing come, see the delivering come. See God send a revival amongst your children. Oh, Lord, how we thank you, Lord. You're worthy for all the praise. You're worthy for all the glory. Oh, Lord, when we worship you, we know you're coming down with a fellowship with your children. Lord, we pray tonight, once more, you come to fellowship with your children again. Lord, to speak your word. Lord, to warm the heart that has been cold. Lord, I want the children come to meet you, Lord. Lord, there is only one purpose. We're here. We're here. want to listen to you. Lord, we're here. want to see you move. Lord, we saw you move before, and we saw you move recently. But Lord, that's become the yesterday's experience. We want to see you move again, even that is a moment tonight. No matter if it's here in the sanctuary or the people that's watching uh, through the monitors, Lord, that they cannot cross the border. We just pray the same presence of a God that have been moving here, that will go to each home that you're watching now and in the future to come. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we just want to worship you, Lord. You're amazing, God. How wonderful you are, Lord. You have done so much great things as it in us. So much great things as it amounts to the people that love you. Lord, we pray that you come on the scene again. Lord, as we fellowship with you on the word, Lord, may you make yourself become more real. We thank you, Lord. As in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you all. Uh, let's turn to the scripture right away. A book of Revelation, chapter 10. Let's thank you for the musician. And uh, really thank you, Joe, for that uh, special. What a testimony that is. Marvelous. And may the Lord bless all also the people that cannot come, that they have to watch them uh, on the monitor, that we just pray the Lord that uh, continue that working until they uh, canceled all the tests so that we can all come together. And we praise the Lord and we believe it is coming. And because the time is running out, it must be this time. We don't believe that's going to be a hundred year, a thousand year. We believe that God is coming on the sins very soon. If we're looking forward to that. It's how soon? Maybe tonight. <laughs> so that's how uh, expectation that we have for our Lord. Let's turn to the book of Revelation chapter 10. Uh, that is a very, very familiar scripture. But it only can be uh, preached uh, uh, in this age. And all the other age. And they can look at it as a scripture. They can uh, uh, probing at it, yeah, but this is the scripture that belongs to us. And so let's turn to uh, 10, verse 6. And swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer. But in the days of the voice, of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he has declared to his servants the prophets. 
And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which stands upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. May the Lord bless this word. You may be seated. And if the Lord willing, I would uh, uh, like to uh, speak um, uh, a title, Time is Running Out. Uh, I think it is, uh, for myself, I think it will be better that time is running out uh, so that I don't have to preach even now. Even when I said that word, the time starts running out. So we want to uh, we, we try to be within an hour. <laughs> uh, so when times run out, you cannot get it back. Because uh, uh, time, it was keep on ticking. So um, I, I remember that Brother Michael preached that one service, uh, Creature of Time. It was a marvelous service. Uh, and so the yesterday, and I listened to it again. It was just a, so much a, a golden nugget is in there. Uh, I would suggest you uh, go back then to uh, listen to that. And it was very, uh, I was very inspired uh, uh, by that service, especially when I go over it the second time. It just, uh, just meant uh, a loss to me. And um, so when times is run out, you couldn't get it back. And uh, no matter how hard you try, and uh, no matter how much that you try to do, but when time gone, times is gone. All you can have is only now. And, um, uh, you know, uh, as a student, they're going to the school and uh, uh, they're always facing uh, the one thing that is the test. And so if you go, uh, go to take the test, and no matter what test that it is, the test always have the time limit. And you have to finish the, the, the test within a certain uh, hour or two hours or three hours. But there's a time limit to it. So when you, uh, you must finish it within a certain period of time. And that after the time is, is expired, uh, expired and no matter how good you are, no matter how uh, you know the subject, uh, you know exactly what is the answer it is. But when time passed, if you miss it at a time, the time expired, and then no matter how good you know that answer, but you miss it. You only have that at a specific time, in that time, that you need to answer the question. In that time, you need to answer, uh, give, it a, uh, give it an exact answer of the, in that test in the paper. So that for spiritually speaking, when God gives us a lot of time, and we have to search Him during that time. When you miss it at a time, you will miss it. The time will never come back to you anymore. And some, a lot of time we say, you know, you, you, it will be the one time that you rejected Him, it will be the last time. But when God allotted a certain time to the people, He asked us to seek Him. Well, he may be found. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. So you can only in that certain time that you can seek on the Lord. 
You can only in that a certain time when God starts to drawing night unto you. And that's the time you can um, make a plea to him. So when God give you that a time, said, I give you that a period of a time that in your life, and no matter if it's short or no matter if it's long, but in that period of the time, if you make a full use of it, you can manifest what God wants you to be manifest. And in that time, if you don't seek it in Him, and no matter a person can be, live a hundred years, but that hundred years can be totally wasted. But a person can only maybe live for a short period of the time, for the 10 years or the 20 years. But if they give their heart to the Lord that, and make the full use out of it, and that period of the time, we can call this is the golden time. So that the Bible in the Isaiah 55, it said, Let the wicked forsake his way, and to the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. So when times have passed, when God gave a person mercy, if they rejected that, then the mercy passed. When the time has passed, when you lay, even the, uh, you know, when, the, when we talk about a time passed, it doesn't have to mean that the person is dead. The person can be still living. But God dealing with him at the time is past, and the doors are closed. They can still cry. They can still come to the church. They can still, they said, I give my heart to the Lord. They can still seek him for mercy, but there's no door open for them. And uh, that's uh, the time in the tribulation. And that time can happen to the right day of this moment in the church. When a person is sitting in the congregation, if God's time is given, allowed it to them, they can seeking for God, they can seeking and try to do something. But if the mercy has to pass that person, there's no way for him to come to the Lord. You know, when we're thinking about that, it's becoming to us to be very serious about what we believe. Because you never know when the door of God is going to be closed. And today you can see that the time is still going on for that person. It's like the time is going and there's a momentum that's still going. But everything in that time pretended to God that has allowed it to that person has left it to him. And it's like, the, uh, like the Esau. When he was crying and crying and seeking for mercy of God, seeking for blessing. But there was no blessing for him. There was no repentance for him. Because he has sold his birthright. In that moment, he sold it. Though he lived uh, uh, many, many more years. But the mercy of God to that person, to him, has already finished. So there is becoming to, I think for every one of us, we need to really check it out. Lord, what is my status now? Why we have to do that? Because the time is running out. We're living in the end time. We're living in the end of the end. If there's at any time it can, call, can be called an end time, this is time that we're living. And I'll give you another quote the, uh, in a few minutes. And then also, when we saw that sort of when the time started to running it out, and uh, the, the people's attitude started changing. When the time started, uh, for example, like you're playing a soccer. And in America, they called it a football. So when you're playing the, the, the game, you got a first half, you got a second half. 
uh, some of them, uh, you know, uh, you, you play the, the game. When the beginning of the, ga- uh, the game, especially, uh, you know, I, I was a fan of uh, soccer when I was a little, little boy. Uh, we were playing all the time. And when we play in the beginning, they're just uh, passing the ball here, passing the ball a little bit here, there. They didn't, didn't take, it's not that they don't take it as seriously, but they still have a time to play. They want to preserve their strengths. So they want to preserve their the best player that are in there. And then they play a little bit and they try to find out what is their, uh, the components of the house strengths that are late. It was a trying it and out. The first half, the second half. But when it come to the draw, when it comes to the overtime, and that, uh, you, you'll find out that the people, the game, uh, the players, the attitude become a change. They started giving everything they can. If that's they're giving out everything they don't even have. They're coming to the time that this is my last game. This is my last time. If we miss it, this is a sudden death. They cannot afford it to be lost. So the attitude changed. Though they probably run out of strength. But as the time is running out, they become more desperate. And the game player, they give it everything they have. The coach is out there, he's rubbing his hand. He was shouting and screaming to the player, come back to defense. If they have that, or they're either coming in, uh, the, one, uh, the one player that made uh, one game, they probably just uh, winning the one goal. But as the time starts to go along, as the time started running out, you will find out that an uh, uh, offenser, is that a... Uh, Anyway, they're, uh, you know, they try to offend, and they run to it, and they're, they're, they're kicking the ball. In the hockey game, it's the same, same thing. They're, they're surrounded by that goalie, just giving all their strength, trying to shoot a pot in the, in the goal. And the defender, they make a circle, they're diving, they're tackle, they're, they're going through that, everything, they're bumping, they're doing everything. Why? Because time running out. When time ran out, when people realize it, it causes a desperation to them. But if people don't realize it, they continue on daily, daily, because they don't see it. They don't see what you're excited about. You know, what, 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 what's the problem? We still got time to play. We still got a work to do. We still got a career that we're seeking. We still got money to earn. We still got kids to raise. We still we have a lot of things to need to do. But when time running out, the person who recognizes it becomes audible to the other people who don't recognize it. They're sweating. They start to apply the blood. They start to apply the token. When everybody else started, they're seeming like they're just going along with the life. But as that father himself is the Lord, this is not it. Lord, my son hasn't come in yet. My daughter hasn't come in yet. I don't have a two years to play on. I don't have a ten years to play it on. This is my time. Because they recognize their time is running out. They recognize that their son's time is running out. They recognize that their daughter's time started running out. The dead started to do everything, flip over every stone that in their life to check on their life. Lord, is there anything I need to be done? Is there anything that I haven't done right? Lord, let me repent. Lord, have I prayed enough? Lord, have I given my whole self to it? That person to a lot of people become audible. They don't know what's the problem with it, with him. But to that person, only that person he knows because he recognizes the time that for him in that hour. And Brother Brandman said to the watchman, what of the night?
He said, as I watched them set their drama, I thought, oh, we're standing way yonder on a tower, far above anything in this world. And we watched the two of the greatest things. He said, there was the two greatest things. The running out of time and the coming of the Lord. He said, as soon time shall be no more. There will be time no more and the coming of the Lord. It's actually, it is the two things connected together. When the coming of the Lord is here, time is no more. And so when we see the coming of the Lord, and that shows us the one thing, time is running out. If you don't recognize that the coming of the Lord, and you just go to the church, you just do whatever you can, and try to you know, be a helper, to be a, a good a, a people that in your community, and um, you know, listen to a tape, and a, uh, just uh, the, uh, you know, uh, watching some service, and other things. The person didn't recognize their time is running out. But if a person recognizes that the coming of the Lord is not at hand, is right here, that causes a certain desperation that in that person. And he said that when the Antichrist takes them into it is a disease, diseases of everything, even to time, God is ready in his drama to lift his church into an eternity, into the blissful realm of the eternal with God himself. When his old vile, vile bodies will be changed and make like unto his own glorious body. And his corruption shall take on immortality. And in this likeness, we will stand forever. That's caused a certain desperation. When a prophet recognized, you, call, you will see, you know, when I first uh, heard the message, to me the message was oddball. The prophet is very odd. We, I, I know we, we know, oh, the coming of the Lord is, is near. But to me, near means 100 years, 200 years. Probably, you know, not as of my time. Because everybody's still going along just as normal. But when I, as soon as I received the message, I find that there was something very odd that in the message, the urgency of it, that I never taken on before. When I'm reading the message, I literally get a sweating. When I read the church age book, I literally get a sweating. Something that's my heart is trembling. Then when I read all everything else I didn't read, didn't have that spirit. But when you when I read that one that the prophet and his the preaching, he preached with just such urgency of it. And then when we look at the, the message, he gives us a, a many signs. Then when we look and we know the coming of the Lord is right hand, is right now. And he's talking about the Jewish as a calendar. I'll just take a few examples here. But Abraham said in the 10th virgin, and he said the Jews has always been the victory. He said this generation shall not pass until all the things be fulfilled. And now they are already back, already a nation, already got their own money and their own flag and everything. And they recognize in the UN, they are a nation. She is settled. She is ready. And then he said, let's look at it on the watch, the calendar, to see what date we're living in. Israel is in Palestine, in her homeland, at an inside of the six-point star of David. 2,000 years ago, yea, nearly 2,500 years ago, the oldest flag is flying. 
Israel is back in her homeland when a fig tree put forth is a bud. This generation shall not die, shall not pass out, pass away until all things are fulfilled. And that's already in the past. How many years? When 1948, Israel has become a nation. I'm not going to give you anything new. I'm not going to give you anything that is uh, what is the news that said that about Israel and how, uh, how things would have happened in Ukraine. But just by the message alone, it should have put us into the desperation. Just by message alone, the what I just read it to you, that's the calendar that the prophet has showed to us. Ended it years ago, and this is 1962, when he also said that, said that he said that Israel, she's already ready. And he said, uh, he said, when the fig tree put forth this spot, this generation shall not die, shall not pass out, pass away until all things are fulfilled. A generation of 40 years, brothers and sisters, we are living in the borrowed time. Even without giving any news, even without Rabbi Richmond coming, even without the Gershon Solomon to give us any update of it, this message along just by that should cause the sweat to start coming down. But you see, when people hear too much of it, they become a dilly-dilly. When people hear too much of it, then they have too much update, but still, they didn't see that they're coming. They still didn't put themselves into the message. That message completely transforming them, changing them. Their eyes become blind. They can hear and listen and listen to everything. Things that happen. What is the Russian coming down? Then they try to take the oil, try to take the gas and everything. They can hear that, maybe shivering a little bit. But it said, oh, I have just a feeling. I'll get back to my work and I get to do this, I get to do that. Their life shows them they're blind. Brother Brahma said that the hour is here. There's nothing left for us but the coming of the Lord Jesus. If a prophet has said that, that is uh, thus says the Lord. Some people go out and say, oh, that might be a thousand years from today. I don't believe that. I believe this generation will see the coming of the Lord Jesus. If this generation doesn't do it, I want to preach to young people that they will be looking for it in their generation. I believe it will be in this generation. Because the fig tree is putting forth his body under, and Jesus said that a generation will not pass till all things be fulfilled. Israel is restored. Israel has restored herself. She's a nation. All the signs and the wonders that was to take place in the last days, it is here. We must cry it out from the tower, from the high place that God places you in and warn the people. But seem like they just go dumbly right on as they did in that time. If there is a time before the coming of the Lord is here, that is the age that we are living in. And we know that the coming of the Lord is the process. And we know that God sent the prophet to forerunner the coming of the Lord. And we know Christ the Word, that is the, uh, him, Christ himself, the Word, is already here. 
And, but let me say this. If it Christ the word already here, how far for the corporate body of Jesus Christ to come to bring to the tribulation and after the three and a half years that the corporate body of Jesus Christ will come on this earth? How far from that even Christ the word himself, that essence, the, the, the God himself has already here get to the word to us. How far for him to come in the corporate body? Must be very, very close. And hearing, recognize, acting on the word of a God. But Abraham said that Christ is fixing to come and take his church. He is the last great sign as it was in the day of Sodom. Who spoke and know Sarah and know he had a wife named Sarah. And knowed her in the tent to laugh. He said that there will be a sign. When you see that, remember, that generation shall not pass until all be fulfilled. Here it is. We are at the end. What is the sign? The sign that he turned his back. Just as the same sign that before Sodom and Gomorrah that was uh, uh, going into the destruction. And the Lord showed himself in the human body, in the flesh body, and turned his back toward the tent and said, Why, Sarah, laugh? Have we saw the sign? That's the last sign that the Lord gave it to this generation. How far away for the coming of the Lord? How far away to the end? Let me tell you, time is running out. When time runs out, your action shows what have you been. Your action shows what your attitude toward this word. It shows that you are blind and you are not blind. The prophet has an approved in the ministry. He said, why do you say this, Brother, Brother Murphy? When I saw people that listened to the word coming behind the pulpit, and still dilatory, and still falling asleep, and still just don't pay attention to it, and start to judge, oh, he said this I don't like to hear. He said that I don't hear. I started to get worried. They didn't know the time has running out. When the people still there for the first thing about this and the first thing about that, and the people still there. Uh, I wonder if the people have to realize what hour that we are living in. If the person know what hour that they are living in, they will get rid of everything else. The little fussing, the little murmur, the little complaint, the little you are you and me and me and all those type of things, it will be all put aside. Because their own focus will be on the one thing, the coming of the Lord. Everything else will start to the losses and importancy. It's only one thing that is more important. Lord, am I ready for this? The Trinity is coming. Throw it off your peanut. Your peanut brain. And Brother Bram said, when the seals are broke and the mystery is revealed... He said, down come the angel, the messenger, Christ, setting the foot upon the land and upon the sea with a rainbow over his head. Now remember, the seventh angel, the seventh angel is on earth at the time of his coming. The seventh angel, the William Branham, the prophet in this hour, is on earth at the time of the Lord's uh, Christ's coming. 
how far, how soon, or how close they were coming to the coming of the Lord. There's one to be like John, Elijah, to whom the word of a God can come to, and then he is to reveal by the Holy Spirit all the mystery of a God, and restore the face of the children back to the face of the apostles. Apostolic fathers restore back all this mystery that's been probed at through this denominational years. Have this fulfilled? Have this become a sign to our time? If this has been fulfilled, how quick, how far from the end coming of the Lord? It must be right here. When the seventh angel is on earth, that Christ has already here. Brother Branham said, My ministry is not like a pastor and an evangelist. Or the apostle or whatever that is. It's on my ministry to prove that he is here. He said, now here's an angel on earth. And another angel, mighty messenger, come down. This angel was the earthly angel, messenger. But here comes one down from heaven, a rainbow covenant. Only Christ it could be. Christ is already here. The word is already here. And you know, before, before the, the vision or the things that, uh, that happen, there's a, usually there's a long period of a time. But when the things start to uh, come to fulfillment, you find that the way the Lord doing things, it was uh, just rapidly that in the, in the last few moments, everything starts to wrap it up. Everything starts to come into place. And the, the vision before that it happened, it takes the years, years to, to, uh, to, to come. But when, it seems like the Lord is to keep silent. It seems like nothing happened. It seems like the time just going along, people just going along, everything just as normal. But when God comes down to fulfill this vision, it doesn't take the year, it doesn't take a long time. He fulfilled this is right quick. Bam, 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 bam. Everything's just done. And then they leave the people in awe, they miss it. And you're thinking about the, the green checker shirt that uh, uh, our pastor has won through. Before that, it would take the years that a prophet has to saw that. And going to the preach and going to that and then everything. Nobody really know. People probably expecting, you know, when this is going to happen, when that is going to happen. But when the things is going to happen, the people that in that vision, they caught it. And the, the people who was not in there, they were just left behind. But when did it happen? It doesn't happen just to take it up. It seems like it's two days or the three days or, or the week or the year to come. When it happened, it was just in not a few hours. The brother Ed has to fall into the river and they're coming back and they take it out to the green checker shirt. Probably thinking about why did I wear that and wear it up. And maybe still mumbling, why Sister Ruth put that in there? I want him to throw it away and go in there and then boom, shoot to the caraboon and bam, shoot to the grizzly bear. They're coming back to the 42 inch and the young hand to touch the, the horn. That's it. And then the prophet opened up the hand. Here it is. Just that quick. And for the vision of the, the boy in the Finland, years that they put on the Bible and they write it down there, there was a crook, uh, the hair caught to the little boy. It was in a long bridge or, uh, you know, it was like some of the mountain area and things. People here, the people here, years without fulfilling. But when it fulfilled, 
He get in on there, and the, the, something the moving in the, in the in the prophet, and he get off of the car, and something patting on his shoulder. He look at the back, saw the mountain, and saw that a little boy, and the lady on the lay on the ground, the shoes in one way, the the clothes in one way, and then thus says the Lord, if that boy doesn't raise up, you will call me the false prophet. The vision fulfilled. So for the vision, in Habakkuk 2.3, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak. In other words, a vision will last for a little period, for a little bit of time. But at the end, it will speak. And not lie. Though it tarry, the vision going to take a little while to be fulfilled. But wait for it. Wait for what? Wait for the fulfillment of it. But when the fulfillment come, it was a rapid, speedy thing. He said, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Because when it happened, it was just one after another, one after another, everything is over. You have to wait until all the elements that are in the vision to come into place. And then the vision was fulfilled. Just like the, the, the Finland boy, everything has to, has to come to that way. Just like the, some of the vision that the prophet had saw, the hat has to be in a certain place. The certain woman has to come in, have to sit on the couch. Everything has to be in that place. And when it had happened, and then that the prophet had come on a sin, said, Thus says the Lord, and then everything is over. So when God told us certain things, uh, today recorded us, you believe it. No matter how long it's going to take, but you believe it. But believe it doesn't mean that you're dilatory, haphazardly, just to let it go. You have to be sharpened. You have to be sensitized. You have to be reading the word. Give your whole self to the word. Why? All of that is for that when the vision comes, you don't miss it. Because you could miss it. Like last time I was sharing, the Reverend was talking about the brown bear division. And he said, uh, and the division passed right through exactly God's part, and I was left standing. The vision has no problem. But the, the, the prophet may be distracted or whatever that he went through. And then he didn't, uh, it just passed right in front of him, and he was left standing. And I wanted to go back, try to do it. And it's, it's done, it's finished. If the prophet can miss that, how much easier for we to miss it? That's why it is required us to be more sincere than ever that in this hour, to give ourselves to the word, to give ourselves to the dealing of the Lord. Because while we're waiting for that vision to fulfill, it's everything that what we do is to let the word to sharpen us. To let the word that while we keep, keep up or baptize ourselves in the word so that the word will always washing us, washing us. So that the things that are in the world will not distract us. So the things that I was trying to, this voice and that voice, constantly bombarding at you. But as long as you give yourself in that word, you won't miss that vision. 
But if you're disfocused, you go this and that. When this happened, it happened right in front of you, and you're past it. That's why when we come to the church, we're listening to the word. We're coming here with expectation. Lord, what are you going to say to me? Lord, what is this preacher trying to say to me? What is this camp all about? What is the brother Andrew Glover? What is this all about? What is this trying to telling me? We led to the word constantly to sharpen us. And Brother Adam said in the same message, and he said that the vision passed right through exactly God's power that I was left standing. So we want to remember, you, you have got to stay on the word. Just stay right with the word. And when the word leads, you go right with the word and it will bring you out all right, I'm sure. The vision is at a point at a time. But you must be stay with the word. Because the word will always lead you to the fulfillment of that vision. The rapture is right. The time is running out. The coming of the Lord is right here. Everything that the prophet has said at end time is right here. Everything is right. The word is going to lead you to that. That's why you must be stay with the word. Not stay with the man's idea. Not stay with this man said, that church said, that person said, that YouTuber said. It doesn't matter what else is said. What happened said to this message. And when you stay with the word, it will always lead you to that goal. It will always lead you to the fulfillment of it. And then when the time run out, you see it. It's not somebody else that's telling you. It was the Spirit of God will be following you to let you understand what hour that we are living in. But while that... Uh, the fulfillment of it before that it had come. There's many distractions that are among the, the, the people. And it's the distraction. It's, it's the things that, uh, that uh, all kinds of things that come in and uh, uh, try to confuse it, the people. That makes the people disfocused. And then instead of a focus on the coming of the Lord. Isn't that a message? Was it prepared for the coming of the Lord? Isn't that a voice? That on the Ohio River said to your message will forerun the second coming of the Lord. And John the Baptist and the forerun the first, but you, your message will forerun the second coming of the Lord. And now the coming of the Lord is already here. If I can say that the word is already here, how far from his coming to take the bride out of the way? It's right at the door. Shouldn't that to be the focus of everything that we focus on? You said, I'm focused on. What's your action? What is your expectation? How do you arrange your family? How do you arrange your life? What about your schooling? What about your career? What's the attitude you're treating each other? What is the father treating their children? Do you understand what I'm saying? That take the word to make us to do that. That take the word to make everything in order. 
That takes the word to make it a father coming to the high praise position. That takes the word to make our sister go back to her position. That takes the word to let a mom to get on her knee, pray for their children. That takes the word to that our young people, when the word is speaking, they take a hold of it and say, Lord, this is for me. But there are so many distractions. And when the distractions come, then the people start to get a delirium. And they start to try to, uh, you know, go into this and go into that and, and all kinds of things. And then the Bible in Matthew. And it said, Matthew 10 and the 21 said, And the brother shall deliver up to the brother to death. And to the father of the child, and the children shall raise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. What an age that we're living in. But this is, has been prophesied. This is the, the spirit in this hour. He said, For I am come to set on a man as a variance against his father. Jesus said, I said it. He said, I'm coming to set a man at a variance against his father, and to the daughter against her mother. And the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foe shall be, shall be they of his own household. He that loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loves son and daughter more than me is not, is not worthy of me. When those things have happened, that is the spirit of this age. There's a dis- that's the dispute that in this family. There will be the argument in the family. There will be the loved ones and the children. They become a back. They become a rebellious. And the fighting even happening in the family. But when that time comes, Jesus said, I said that at variance. I said that in the family. But when that comes, what Jesus said? Jesus said, he that loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. In another word, all the rest of things are just distraction. You follow me. When you follow me, I will take care of them. When you make your life right before me, I will take care of your daughter. I will take care of your son. When you flip over every stone that is in your life and repent that if you do anything wrong, if you didn't do anything wrong and God still keeps silence, you be certain of God. God said, I'll take care of them. And then he said, ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. When you want to stand firm on a message of this hour, when you want to stand firm on the word of a God, you will be hated. But he that endures to the end shall be saved. In another word, there are things for us to do when all things start to fall on you, try to do it against you. When you're standing for the word of a God, there's only one thing that you need to do. You endure to the end. It's not only just you're enduring, you'll be patient. And it's sort of, you know, when this time going to be over, Lord, let me come, let, uh, let me just give it all my strength to, the, to it. And uh, one day you, you'll be over. You must have an absolute. Without an absolute, you just become just enduring. But there were not, not to the end. If you endure to the end, you must have an absolute. When you have that an absolute, no matter how the end, 
that the time is, you will endure it. No matter how long the things will have, need to the things to be fulfilled, you will endure it. Why? Because you got an absolute. No matter take how long for your husband to come in, for a loved one to come in, you will endure to it. Why? Because you got an absolute. In another word, you have an end already. That will make you endure to the end. No matter how wayward your family it is, your children are, but when you got an absolute, believe unto the Lord Jesus Christ, you and your house shall be saved. When you have that, that sense of the scripture that is in you, no matter how long it takes, that faith will always endure to that end. Romans 10, 4, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. He is to the end. To the every believer, Christ is to the end. And he said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. It's not a where is the end or a when is the end. It's the who is the end. He said, I am Alpha. Adam Omega, the beginning and the end. That's uh, Revelation 21, 6. It said, I will give unto him that is a thirst to the fountain of the water of life freely. If he is to the beginning, he is to the end. Time has the beginning, time has an end. Trial has the beginning, trial has an end. Difficulty has the beginning, difficulty has an end. But if he said, I'm the beginning, that means that he's the master of the beginning. And if he said, I'm the end, and he is the master of the end too. So who cared about in between? If he's the beginning, and he's the end, and he's the master of both of them, there's nothing in between can distract you. There's nothing in between can plug you out of the way. Because he said, I am the beginning. I am the end. I put it into trial, but I'm the master of it because I'm the beginning. And if your end is the coming, the end of the trial is the coming because why? I am the master of that end. Your children has the time in the world that it begins, but your children has the time that it ends also because here's the beginning, here's the end. Your sickness has a beginning. But he said, I'm the master of it. I send you into it. But I, let, me, let me remind you, I'm also the master of the hand. I will bring you out right. Why? Because my word said, by my stripes, you were healed. He's the master of it. No matter what in between, who cares? He's the master of the beginning. He's the master of the hand. That's why Hebrews 10, 35 said, Cast now away, therefore, your confidence, which has the great recompense of a reward. For ye have a need of a patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. You do the will of the Lord. What is the will of the Lord? To believe. Endure to the end, holding on that absolute. God will reward you. He said, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Amen. 
We're a creature of time. I think every one of us, as Brother Michael was saying, because we're born on this earth. But also, Brother Bramah said, when a man is born of the Spirit of a God, he's a creature no longer of time. But he's a creature of eternity. Amen. Amen. He passed from a death unto life. He's passed from the time element into eternity. What do you mean that the creature of eternity? Where our body is an end on this earth. We're the creature of time. You have a weakness. You have a sickness. And you have things that you have to go through that are on your life. But when you're born of the spirit of a God, you're a creature no longer of time. But you're a creature of eternity. If you're a creature of eternity, that means time has lost its power over you. When you are a creature of eternity, no matter what's in the element, uh, elements that in this time, everything that in the, in the, the elements of the time cannot overcome you. Though your body is still on this earth, though you still have a weakness on your flesh, but inside of the inside, you are a creature of eternity. That means that you are not limited by time. No matter what the time try to do, but your faith will always overcome that. Because you are a creature of eternity. When you are a creature of eternity, like Abraham, he's a creature of eternity. No matter how long it takes, 25 years or how many years, if you give it another 100 years for Abraham, he will still hold on. Why? Because he's a creature of eternity. So the time element has lost its power on him. The time to him, it doesn't matter. No matter how long it takes for me to heal, but I'm a creature of eternity. No matter how long for my family to come together, but I'm a creature of eternity. No matter how long it would take for my faith, the inside of me, because I'm a creature of eternity, my faith has already reached out and taken hold of that. So that belongs to me. But we're the creature of eternity. But a devil. But Michael, last time when he quoted the message, but Abraham said, why the time uh, come? He said, the time came because of sin. So because of the sin, then the time started. And who is the author of sin? Satan, he is the author of, of sin. So the Satan, that he is also has to be uh, bound by the time element. That he is the creature of time. Because he's the author of sin. So devil has the time of a beginning. He has the time of an end. He has this is the time of when he started. And God allowed it as a time for him to be ended. But you are different. You're the, time, you're the creature of eternity. That means when devil has no devil anymore, you're still going on. 
When the devil come to be expired, and you still continue on. So when the devil's the time, if he run out, because he gets at the beginning, he was, a, he was the author of sin. And then the time started. But when Jesus coming down dealt with sin, that shows that the time for Satan is up. That means that his time is running out. Because when Jesus coming down to deal with sin, he paid the price of it. And then that shows that Satan, his, uh, what is the power of sin, has lost his, his power. That is the time that it is coming to an end. So that's why I said that the temptation has a time. The trial has a time. Your sickness has a time. Because all of that has been authored by Satan. So all of those things will have a time and begin, and it will have a time and an end. But only the things that have no beginning, have no end, that will forever last. And that's you and me. Because as the time, even time are running out, but you will not be running out. Even when there's no time, but you will continue on because you are the creature of eternity. Anything that's in the time element will run out. One day trial is going to be gone. One day sickness is going to be gone. Pollution is going to be gone. Everything is going to be gone. But only the thing that has no beginning, have no end, it will last forever and ever and ever. And we are the creature of eternity. Have no beginning, have no end. How to make us to be that? When you are born again, you become the creature of eternity. When you're born again, you actually realize you are the creature of eternity. Because you have no beginning, you have no end. Now, who cared about the trials? Who cared about the difficulties? When devils is gone, I'm still going. When devils is expired, I'm still have a long lasting forever and ever. But what we're doing while this time, we have one purpose when God put us in this time element. What is the God himself coming into the flesh of Jesus Christ, coming into the time element? To deal with sin. He has to destroy the work of Satan. Because the time started when sin started. So Jesus Christ has to coming down to deal with sin. When it dealt with sin, time has no more. Time has run now. Time has a coming to the end. And the Bible in the first John 3 day, he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was a manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. That's the purpose of Jesus Christ to come on the, in this time around. Yeah, forgive me. You understand me. He come, he be gone. He come into this time element. He become a flesh. The Jesus Christ is his body. Has it a start? Has it an end? But after it is an end, he resurrected, and he was in the right hand on the right hand side of God, and it turned his spirit of coming back to us for what to come and living in us, so that we can continue the work. Because we are still in this time element, though the time is running out, but there's a purpose of God need to be fulfilled. Yeah. 
But it says in the book of Revelation chapter 10, we just read, he said, I swear by him that lives forever and ever, who created the heaven and the things that are therein, and the earth and the things that are therein are, the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer. That means that he really run out time. It really come to the end of the end. When that going to be? He said, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of a God should be finished as he has declared to his servant, the prophet. When you saw the prophet, the seventh messenger, that are coming down this earth, he only show us the one thing, time shall be no longer. When we realize that time shall be no longer, that means we are coming to the end of the end of everything. And this is the time that when we've been in the, some maybe living at 20 years old, some maybe living at 50, now some maybe uh, living even uh, during the, the prophets of time, but we are coming to the end time. That means everything will be wrapped up in this last moment. But God gave us a purpose for us to still in this time element. It's not just to believe the word coming to the church. But you have the work to do just as Jesus has work to do. Jesus come on this earth to destroy the work of Satan. And the bride of Jesus Christ have the purpose while we're still in this time element to destroy the work of Satan. We have the purpose of God sending us to destroy the sickness. God gave us a purpose in this time element to destroy confusion. God sent us down in the time element to destroy the division. God sent us in the time element to destroy any device of Satan. God sent us to this time element. We have one purpose to do, destroy the works of Satan. He sent us for this earth, we're in the time to destroy the rebellions. He sent us down as a time element to bring the family back to the union again. He sent us down into the time element to bring our children from the world back to the world again. There's all works that in the last little while that we have to do. It's not that they're just coming of the Lord. It's not at hand. We're just sitting down there and then waiting for it. No. We're in the time element for one purpose. To destroy the work of the, of the Satan. God sent us down in the time element to preach the word. To send a message to Uganda. To send a message to China. To send a message to India. To translate it into the word. To translate a message into different language. We have a purpose that in this time element to do to destroy the works of Satan. And we saw that in the book of an Esther. That shows how the God ascended to the for the bride for our for our age. And in the book of an Esther, the chapter eight. It said, wherein that the king granted the Jew, which were in every city, to gather themselves together and to stand for their life, to destroy, to slay, and to cause to perish all the power of the people and the province that would assault them, both the little ones and the women, and to take the spoil of them for prey. 
The queen is not just coming to the position, just become a wallflower. The queen got a work to do. He's not just going to be sanctified or justified of getting elected as a better king and sending it to the, the back palace and just living a happy life from that day on. The queen was ascending to the kingdom of God. Kingdom uh, in that time is for one purpose. It's to destroy the Haman's work. And God sent it as a queen of this hour. Let us come into the time element. It's for one purpose. It's to destroy the any work of a Satan that in this hour. This is not at a time to do less. But this is a time to do a greater work. This is not time just sitting down. But this is time to destroy Satan's work. And that's why in the, in the, uh, Brother Branham said in the Revelation of Jesus Christ. He said he know that even the people get a true revelation of the true church and what she is and what she stands for and that if she can do the greater works, she will be an invincible army. It's not just to get the revelation, just understanding and to know that she can do the greater works to impart eternal life to the other people. To do the greater work. And that's the purpose that God led us to do. And if you look at the, the Bible, the book of Esther, and the one, one of the king that came to her, said, what are you pleading for? Is there anything that I could do for you? And he said, I wanted this Haman to be hanged. I wanted Haman to be killed. In another word, I wanted the influence of the Satan that in this hour, that the two of our people to be totally destroyed. And in the Colossians 2, he said, Buried with him in the baptism of the worry, and also ye are risen with him through the face of the operation of God, who has risen him from the dead. And you being dead in your sin and uncircumcision of your flesh, has he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Blotting out the handwriting of the ordinance that was against us, which is a country to us, and took it out of the way and nailed it to his cross. He has forgiven you. He has nailed all your sin that are on the cross. But is that the finish of it? No. He said, having spoiled the principality and the power, he made a show of them openly, triumphant over them in it. What does the God try to do? Go back to the book of Esther. Look at it. What does Esther did? He's not just satisfied, which is a handgun and Haman on the cross, under the tray. He had a further work that needed to be done. He had a further work and needed to, to kill the ten sons of the Haman. And need to be hanging them up. There's hundreds of thousands of those people that hated the Jews that need to be killed. And need to be destroyed. If I can put it in today's version, there's a greater work for the pride of Jesus Christ in this hour, in this church to do. There's a demons that need to be hanging that are on that tray. Jesus has to hang them on the tray. And he has to hang the death. and has to pull the stainer of the death. But he said, I left a portion of work for you to do. Hang that a demon of a depression. Hang that in a demon of a last. No matter how many sons there are, there's a hang all of them. I'm so thankful to Joe, you sing that song. That demon has been hanging all over there. What is that? He made a show of them. 
And when a king asked it, Esther said, what more you want me to do? And Esther said, I want you to hang the ten son. Kill them is not enough. No, I want them to be hanged. I want them to be hanged on a tray. Why? Make it a public show of them. If you can hang that demon, if you can kill that demon of depression, there's many more can do the same thing. God said, I will make a show of you. I'm going to put him out there and let him be the testimony. This is one of the sons of Haman. When Sister Julie shared her testimony, that's one of the sons has been crucified. That demon has no power. Why? The greater work that we need to do. Why? Time has running out. God has made your son, Brother Roy, Brother Gabe, right on here. Make a public show of Satan said, you're defeated. And this is only one, and there's a more coming. Why time is running out? The seventh messenger has been here. The seal has been opened. The book has been opened. There's a little book that you, what you need to do, go take the book. There's a greater work you need to be done. It's not just waiting for this is coming. You are the creature of eternity. But we are in that time element. We only got this period of a time to defeat Satan. We only got this period of a time to claim a victory. We only got this period of a time so that we can have a crown that on our head. I want a crown. I want a one after another after another. It's not a being put on my head. It's one I come to Jesus. I can put my crown out and lay it on his feet. This crown I earned when I was in the time element. I'm the creature of eternity. But Lord, you sent me over here. And you have a crown too. That's what I to do. He said, I'm not just to be satisfied. Just that Haman to be killed. Lord, I'm not just to be satisfied. You dealt with the sin on the cross. You dealt with the sin on my life. But Lord, there's a greater work that needs to be done. I'm going to hang the ten sons of the Haman roll on this platform in here. If there's a depression demon, we hang them over here. And if there's a lust demon, we hang them over here. If there's a pornography demon, we hang them over here. Why? Make a public show of him. Say to Satan, if we can done them one, we can done two, we can done three, we can done all of them. All the children of God need to be free. That's why the Bible said it made a show of them openly, triumphant over them in it. It's like in the Roman time when they defeated the enemy, they deprived all their weapons, they deprived their knife, their shield, and bind them and put them on the parade to make it a public shame of them. <sighs> Brothers and sisters, when you are healed, and when you healed, you're coming into the service. You know what you did? You make a public show of Satan said, I am the healer. I am the testimony. You are defeated. When you pull, dragging your sick body, 
Sister Rachel, Sister Debbie, you say, the Lord, by your stripes, I am healed. What you do, you're coming in, you're making a public show to Satan said, you are defeated. I'm the creature of eternity. Time has a begin, time has an end. Sickness has a begin, sickness has an end. But I'm the creature of eternity. I'm coming to the church, make a public show of your Satan that you are defeated and I am healed. But O'Kello, okay, when you come into the church, don't care how far our children has went, don't care how low they have been dropped. But when you come in over here, praising the Lord, worship Him, you give God's glory, Brother Darren. And when we do that, you know what you do? You made a show of them openly, triumphant over them in it. That means that you said to Satan, Satan, shame on you. You are totally defeated. I'm the time... I'm the creature of eternity. There is a beginning of my children going to the Word. And now, as the time running out, is our future is right now. If God can do one, God can do two. God can do three. God can do everything. Sister Sherry, no matter how far it seems that they've gone, no matter how dark it is, it seems like it's been like a dark, gross darkness built it on them. Your presence over here is to make it a public shame of Satan said, God can do one, God can do two. Lord, now it is my time. Death seemingly went into your home. Whenever death is... Because that's the name of a Satan that in his hour. And the hell follows. Whenever deaths are going through, the hell follows. Whenever the spiritual deaths are coming to the home, hell follows. Whenever Satan went through, there was a hell follows. But thank God, he doesn't hold the key, as I said. Why? He is the creature of time. But you are the creature of eternity. He got a key. And that key person is living inside of you. When death goes through, guess what? You have that key. Said so death, you might cause damage in my family. You might left a footprint on my children. But I got the key of a death and the hell. I can release them. That's why you can say, I'm the creature of eternity. House of hell gave away in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan's time is run out. He know that. That's why he fight. But no matter how much he fight, we're the time, we're the creature of eternity. Because no matter how hard he fight, he must have an end. Because he got a beginning. If he never have a beginning, we'll be in a worry. But thank God, when sin come, the time come too. And the time has a beginning, as Brother Michael put that little clock on there, and he flip on it, and he said, it's a closed. There's a time and it open, there's a time and it's a closed. There's a time and a Satan that can be chirping, chirping, just on that one that closed, then he's a shot him in silence. 
This is the time that Satan's power is diminishing. This is the time that Satan is to be defeated. Why? Because the seventh angel has come. He said, it's the time is running out. No more delay. Time should be no longer. This is the time. How we're thankful to the Lord. Let a, let a musician come. That Jesus said, I'm he that liveth. And what's that? And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of hell and of death. Time has no power on that eternal being. If the time has no power on eternal God, time has no power on eternal being of the bride of Jesus Christ that it either. No matter how Satan tried to bluff, no matter how he tried to do, but death doesn't possess the key. You possess the key. Death might be can capture you, but death can only hold you for a while because death has the beginning and death had an end. But a key holder is the lady in you. Sometime we might go through the things that we never even expected that we went through. But always remember, devil can, because he is the creature of time, he can only hold you for a little while. And even that is coming to an end. Because the Bible, the scripture, and the message said, time is running out. When time is running out, guess what? Your suffering is running out. Your child is running out. No matter what things that happen to you, we are living in the most golden age ever. People that before they have to go through the long period thinking about the martyrs that in the dark ages, thousands of years, probably hundreds of the years, they have to go through that time. But we're living in the shortest hour. We're even in the time that we borrowed. How we thankful to the Lord. And he said to the time, this will be the shortest age of all the ages. God is going to do it a short and a quick work. And let us get ourselves, get our strength together. This is our time. Our redemption is drawing nigh. Let us stand. Let us sing. This is the day of Elijah.
days of Elijah. This is also the day of the bride of Jesus Christ. I pray the Lord will greatly bless every one of you. You know, you have a right to standing for life. You have a right to gather together, just as the Queen Esther did. You have a right to slaughter. You have a right to slay any influence that is Satan that tried to put it on you. You're a creature of eternity. Let's sing another song. One of the is called up yonder before we go. Uh, 702. When the road is called up. When the road is called up. When the road is called Father, how we thank you for your words, Lord. What a messenger that you send it to us. Or sometime I want to think about it. Think of the things that it went through. And it was uh, in the different the prayer line, the days after days. And it's praying for the sickness, praying for the people. And when he preached uh, the seals, he said, 10,000 friends will, left me, will leave me. But Lord, he never wavered at a bit. Lord, because he's holding a message, and that message in this hour is going to forerun the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, God, and thinking a year has passed, and we're standing right now witnessing the coming of the Lord is right here. We hear the word, hear the message in this hour. Lord, that the men of God and the preaching the word without a wavering, Lord, without the respecting of the people's face, Without them, don't care to who against or who is for, but it has one purpose. Lord, this word is destroying the works of a Satan. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the message that you give it to us in this hour. Thank you for the messenger that you send. Thank you for the man of God that preached the gospel with boldness, without compromising. Thank you for the believers that are receiving the word without any compromising. Oh God, I pray you to help us 
to live it for you. Live a life that's worthy for the gospel. May our life become a fragrance before your presence. Lord, and may we live every day that is for you. May we do everything that can please in you. Lord, and may we let us a message to be spreaded out in our workplace, in our loved uh, between our uh, our loved ones, our relatives, wherever that you put us in. Let us a message of life that living in us to live it out so that the people can see, can desire for it. We thank you, Lord. May you bless the our dear brothers and sisters. Lord, we know you're the great healer. And we're thinking about our brother still in the death on a sick bed, Brother Milko and the Brother Henry. But God, we thank you for your healing. We're worshiping because you said by your stripe that they were healed. So Lord, we give you all the thanks. We give you all the glory. The notice is already done, Lord. Father, we give you all the glory. And forward to the children, for the prodigals is coming home. Lord, you've done in one, you've done in two, you've done in many. Lord, we're looking forward to that. And we declare that it's a finished work that is already done. Thank you, Lord. That in bring our dear brothers and sisters safely here and also back home safely. Let the presence of God follow them and the speaking, just still small voices in their heart continually. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Let's just sing the last verse of that is a labor for the master. That before we go, oh, let's labor. too and we can shake hands with each other and time will be no more and it will be landed into the eternity and we can have a fellowship as much as we want there's no clock anymore <laughs> amen may the lord bless you all shake hands with each other god bless you until we meet again <laughs>